Hey there, boys and girls. It is May 1st, 2016. Welcome to another episode of the Salinas on the Ground podcast. So, yeah. I was going to do some sort of comrade thing, because that is communism. What? I think the communists invented May Day, yeah. Dude, it's a French thing. That's no, not. I, I swear it's a French thing, because like, ships would like go down and they would, I don't know what May Day stands for, but that's the story I heard. What? I don't know. That's story that, I heard. That wasn't a story. You just said like 17 words Something. that didn't relate to each other. Save our Maybe souls. Maybe it is SOS. Oh, really? Is that what that says? Yeah. Save our souls out. or save our ship. Oh. Or save our shit. <laughs> that would also fit. Dude, that's all our shit, man. It's on that boat. But anyway, we're not here to talk about uh, distress signals of boats. We are here to talk about beer after consuming a mass amount yesterday. I was going to say, how does that relate? But okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, night. man. If you guys... Do we want to bring that up? What? Last well, I mean, last I don't know night. if anybody if if you if you didn't show up uh, last night was the third third anniversary mm-hmm. of the public house and uh, we had a big party. Mm-hmm. It was madness. It was a big big party. And but what I love again, I drank to excess. Wake up, <laughs> feel a little like ah, uh, my head. You hurts. mean you went to sleep? Not good. Eventually, <laughs> the sun was already up, but I went to sleep. Um, yeah, then I was like ah. I don't feel right. And I slept for like another hour and then I was cool. I was like, yes. If it was freaking too much liquor, oh, this whole Sunday would have sucked. <laughs> but the beer, you can recover from quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you missed that beer event, there's actually one more. Salinas, what the fuck, dude? We have beer all, all over the place now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? May 6th through 8th? Was it? Oh, and our guest today to, to talk about this whole beer fest is Jessica McKillop who you may or may not know. And when you see her, you're like, oh, that, that girl? Yeah. <laughs> She's that just girl. everywhere. It's Jess. <laughs> Doing the dance. Um, oh, dude, I'm yeah, so that you, if you go out to any event, especially downtown uh, that's outside a big festival, Jessica probably had a hand in it. Um, and this next weekend is what? The Steinbeck? Steinbeck's Homebrew Fest. So in partnership... What? Steinbeck's Homebrew Fest. Yeah. So it's in partnership with the uh, Steinbeck Festival, which is in its 35th year of celebrations. Um, But it's never really been a festival. Like, it's been very educational and lecture-focused. So the goal this year with um, the Steinbeck Rotary Club was to have a fundraiser that kind of enhanced that event, but also made them some money for some upcoming projects. So, Yeah. yeah, it's this coming Saturday. May 7th from 11 to 4. The event itself is free. You pay for the beer tasting tickets, which is homebrew from 831 MASH, which is a local kind of conglom of homebrewers in the area. And I believe there's about 30 on board. Over 400 gallons of beer will be out that day. What? Yeah. Insane. And there's only 250 VIP tickets, and we've got about, mm, I'd say, half of them sold, if not more than that, just between sponsorship and online sales. And, um, you know, when they're gone, they're gone. Because it's the first year, we really didn't want it to be something that we um, over-promised and under-delivered, so we set caps with things, and we were very realistic about ticket price and just kind of what we could deliver on that day. where, Where can you buy your tickets? Online right now. Um, There aren't any physical ticket locations. Currently, we are telling everyone that they've got to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Steinbeckrotary.org.org. 
That's, okay. that's going to be the key, yeah. And uh, how much are the tickets? Pre-sale, our general admission is $35, which is just um, admission to the 30 um, plus home brewers. To the 400 gallons of beer. Right, 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 right. The VIP ticket, which is pre-sale a gallon. $50, includes food. So we've partnered with local restaurants here on the 100 block, as well as some of the farmer's market vendors will be giving out food samples Ooh. to VIP ticket holders that day. Um, this the, is all like throughout the downtown area. You just yeah, gotta like so walk the into really a place cool thing about this partnership, and I think, you know, a lot of kudos goes to kind of just the brainchild behind this, bringing it all together and the support from the city of Salinas. Uh, Steinbeck Festival has been around for forever, but, you know, one little venue and one little patio, that's not really a festival. Yeah. So it was like, let's close down the streets. Let's have local vendors. Let's blow this event up and really show, you know, how beautiful downtown is. So the idea was the farmer's market runs every Saturday on Gavilan Street, and that's typically from 9 to 2. Well, we run it, wanted to run this event from 11 to 4. And from a traffic standpoint, it's murder to, like, close down one street and clo- open up another yeah. one and then, like, halfway close down another street and then change all these directional ways that people are flowing on the roads. So we decided that it would just be easier to ask them to stay longer. So the market will start at 9, um, a joint event that's happening on the 200 block known as the Race of Thrones, which is the downtown Rotary Club's fundraiser. The Crapper Derby? The Crapper Derby, yeah. yes. Everybody okay, in that's town's happening. excited oh, okay. about the Crapper Derby. There will literally, literally be hand-created toilets racing down the 200 block of Main Street. Yeah. That same day. I just heard about that. That's awesome. Yeah. And then they'll be staged, you know, out for people to view during our event. So that's <laughs> happening earlier in the morning. So it was just easier to have the farmer's market kind of stay all day long. So it's a benefit in a lot of ways because there's just going to be a lot of things happening downtown on this, um, well, next Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, and, oh, and all this is on Saturday then? Absolutely. So then the festival runs from Friday to Sunday? Well, right. Steinbeck Fest itself is a three-day event and people who are interested in that can go to Steinbeck Dot com, um, And the National Steinbeck Center is in charge of those own events. If you actually have already bought a ticket and are attending any element of the Steinbeck Festival, you get a discounted ticket price for what? buying the Brewfest ticket. Okay. Yeah. That, and then who is this brew club that, that's going to be putting this on? So 831 MASH, they're a local kind of conglom of um, home brewers, basically people who are professionals within the community, but they just love the concept of beer yeah. and bro- brewing it and making it. And um, They have monthly meetings and they have gatherings and the really kind of amazing partnership that came out of this event is like, you know, you can always ask somebody for a favor and sure, like, they'll throw you a bone here or there, but for them, it was like, how do we do something that's epic for their club? So yeah. they developed the concept of a competition, and we kind of rolled that right into the brew fest that's happening on Saturday. So this weekend, they got all of the samples from everyone who submitted to the competition, and everyone who wanted to participate in the competition had the opportunity to participate in the festival. But the commitment was kind of like twofold so that they were doing both. So um, there's actually five different categories of 
beer that are being made and judged and all of those will be determined. Those awards will be given out that day. And then there's even a people's choice award. So that's the cool interactive thing. Like you get to say, Oh man, that guy, you know, won IPA or sessions or whatever, but I think he's the best of the entire event. And so then you throw your ticket in there on Saturday and they won this crazy package. It's, we put together some really cool stuff for the homebrew guys. So, obviously, you don't have a beer event if you don't have beer. And we wouldn't be putting on this street fair um, and homebrew event if we didn't have them. So, we decided that the categories and the winners really needed to have something substantial in order to really um, be proud about it and yeah. want to participate and brew and do all of the, you know, it's cumbersome. It takes a lot of time. It's not just like you go, bam, there's a meal, you know, it's like, it takes three to four weeks to make beer. Yeah. So people had to be committed and really ready to, to show. Um, so we're super grateful that, you know, we've got some really amazing packages, um, golf, food, and wine tickets, um, an, support old town package so you know it's kind of giving back to them for supporting the event overall so what's what's the 100 block going to look like on saturday how is how is like where do you actually get the beer is it going to be intense or in- thanks for asking that yeah so uh we worked with the city of salinas and our key sponsors so we've got three courtyards or what we're calling beer gardens much like a typical beer festival where you go it's kind of in a designated area so um we have three of them. Steinbeck, obviously, yeah. appropriate, right? Yeah. Taylor Courtyard, which is also where kind of the VIP sponsor lounge and hangout is going to be. Um, and then the Greyhound building. So that, again, incorporates the farmer's market on Gavilan Street. Yeah. So it's really going to be like a U if you think of the 100 block of Main Street. Central Avenue is going to have our, our um, street Vendors, well, I mean, the 100 block is actually where the street vendors are. Central is going to have the food trucks. So we've got so three food trucks committed and the farmer's market on Gavilan with the other one. So they're nice and spread out. People will be able to mingle, interact, be on the street. Yeah. Okay, so then the 100 block is going to be closed. That Absolutely. Okay. Central, 100 block, Gavilan Street. While the Crapper Derby race is going <laughs> on, the 200 block will be closed um, but then that block will open back up about one o'clock, and uh, so that race yeah. just goes down the two hundred block. There's no turns. No turns. <laughs> no turns. It, it, it is, from what I understand, a straightaway four hundred yard meter race or dash yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's good. And how many? Do you know how many entrants there are? I want to say there's over fifteen. We are Holy working shit. Yeah. literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> We're working in partnership because you know, permitting and logistics on an event day, especially in the same area, going on at the same time took some coordination. So I've kind of overseen um both events in the kind of traffic control permit realm. So then there'll be technically three events going oh on at God. the same all time on Saturday. Of amazingness yeah. in Old so you Town. have the Steinbeck Festival. Festival. And then the Steinbeck Brew Festival. Correct. And then the Crapper Derby. Which is also known as the Race of Thrones. Yeah. And the Farmer's Market, which is a weekly event. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah. And wow. we have a beer dinner for... What? And Yeah, exactly. On top of all of that going on, we decided for people who 
really aren't a fan of like being out and walking the street. They want a more kind of upscale, intimate experience. They could have a beer pairing dinner, much like people that pay a lot of money for those five course wine pair things. You yeah. go out to Pebble Beach and, you know, $500 later, you've had an amazing dinner and not really eaten much. Yeah. Uh, just the opposite. This is going to be hosted at the Steinbeck house. So still oh, okay. sticking with that downtown support Steinbeck theme. Um, the idea is this is where we really pulled on our local breweries. So if you had the concept of just really wanting to get local, great produced beer that you could go any day of the week and enjoy, this is the venue for you. So both Friday and Saturday night, um, one night, Friday night benefits the Steinbeck Rotary Club, Saturday night benefits the Steinbeck Center. And they partnered with the Steinbeck House and the docents and the team there are volunteers to um, have a five-course meal that's with um, beers from all of the breweries that are local. So Monterey Coast Brewing, just right here on the same yeah. block. Um, English Ales and Marina. Alvarado Street, which just moved to Salinas. If people don't know, they're out on Dayton now. And Desperately. We work on Burton. I've been trying to find the freaking place. Well, you know what? Google it and call JC because he would love, 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 I'm sure, to host a podcast or even just, you know, kind of do a showcase. They're set to be open, I think, a week or two after the event. So this is a beautiful kind of like welcome to Salinas showcase for them. I'm going to call him and name drop. Absolutely. uh, I'm speaking with Jessica. Yeah. Very close friend of mine, by the way. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, and he's been, you know, they've been partners with uh, Salinas Valley Food and Wine Festival. They're they're doing great things um, and a huge community supporter. So it'd be good to show him some love. I'd love to go out there with you. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, well, I'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, again, I got a name drop. That's just, it works. It's cheesy, but Absolutely. whatever. Um, so, so, and, and, is this planning on being an annual thing every every year during the Steinbeck yes. Festival? And um, is this this is obviously the first one, right? Correct. And okay, I'm still four hundred gallons of beer. Damn, that's a that's a lot of that sounds like a lot that of beer. Sounds like a lot. But After no. a night like last night, I think you could handle. You know, <laughs> I think so. I'm, <laughs> At least a good portion of that. Yeah. Oh man, last night was crazy. Oh, poor liver. <laughs> Did left, you take your B12 today? No, I left my kombucha at your house, man. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I meant to B12 is good for the liver? Is that? Uh, yeah. Really? B, well, I'm not hungover. They say, they say if you take B12 prior to drinking, it'll divert having a hangover altogether. What? So you have to drink, like, the really good stuff. Or take the really good stuff. You know, it's just like drink it's like water. Yeah, water. <laughs> What's the body made of? Yeah. Water well, and beer. Like what? Ninety-eight percent water, at least. Maybe ninety-nine percent. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but like think chemistry and like we already talked about physics. Poison and has like ninety-nine percent water. So come on. Yeah. So it's harmless. <laughs> Technically speaking, bleach is water. No, I don't. <laughs> Probably. Um, but anyway, I, I um, so we went over the. It was thirty five dollars or fifty dollars for the VIP. What does the VIP get you? So the VIP experience um, is just a little bit more of an opportunity to be interactive. 
Um, we've got restaurants that have given food samples as well as a couple of the food vendors um, on, in the farmer's market that will be giving away samples. But we really want to give a shout-out and a thanks to uh, Farm Fresh Deli that will be doing their chicken chili as well as uh, frozen yogurt because it's going to be hot. Ooh. People are going to be drinking. Yeah. Need to cool down. Beer and food. Dubbers, yeah, Dubbers Old Town um, actually has a new sausage he's putting on the menu and a new chili that's being showcased that day. And then their infamous coleslaw, <laughs> their coleslaw. So they're giving three samples. Monterey Coast Brew is also um, giving out food samples. The three food truck vendors that we have on the 100 block um, are just a good kind of supplement variety, if you will. I mean, love restaurants in Old Town. I eat here a lot. Yeah. As you can tell. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, an amazing... Guy who's in the craft brew business, craft artisan ales. Dave Olson um, has started up a, a wood fire pizza brick oven business, yes. and he's been killing it out yes. at Post No Bills. I'm yeah, excited. I've been out there a couple times with him. So there's going to be and a pizza food truck here. So yeah, so there'll yeah. be he'll be doing the brick oven pizza. Um, then we also have um, the eight three one choke. The artichoke guy uh, who's amazing and his lumpia is delicious. Is that the same one that was in Watsonville? Yeah, is yes, that the choke coach? Yes, oh, okay. the choke okay. coach. And then also we just got um, the brat guy. What's his name? Lugano Swiss Bistro. That, it's, oh my God. It, it's weird because it's like, dude, yeah, they're just bratwurst. Like, like I I could go to Safeway and get some, but fuck no. Like, what do you put so in them? Magic better. or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his, Crack. Yeah, he, he's a, he does them so well. And then the farmer's market itself has some food vendors Absolutely. as well, right? And that was kind of the um, partnership with this event. You know, he said, there's a lot of food. If, if you don't come to Old Town to have breakfast at First Awakenings or a Bloody Mary at 201 or yeah. Dubbers, you know, yeah. you're eating in Old Town and you're eating in Old Town because there is great variety here. Um, and the farmer's market on Saturday is a very simple showcase of that as well. I mean, Hummus Heaven, who's another one who's giving samples, has killer hummus. I mean... I've yet to find hummus in the grocery store that lasts for two weeks. Like, you go there, and it's fresh. It's so fresh that you can keep it in your fridge, and it does not go bad after you've opened it and had some for, you know, a week. Hummus is um, good. Hummus is good. <laughs> he has this chips really, then? oh my gosh, and he has this really, like, spicy fusion stuff going on lately that's just so good. He had a habanero, like, cilantro, something. Oh, so yeah, I mean, and this is every week as well. I mean, you could you right. could come on on uh, Saturdays, and that farmers market is it's pretty interesting. I, I it's a it's a cool place to walk around. You know, um, all the shops are there open on Gavilan, and uh, yeah, there's yeah. it's really and cool stuff. Yeah, the the taco street vendor will be there. The barbecue guy will be there. Three Pop Kettle, which is the infamous kettle corn guy, is actually doing kettle um, corn like kettle in bed. Because that's a cool name. <laughs> that's like love doing, popcorn. He's I'm doing just saying. caramel kettle corn, which you could probably put in bed with you. <laughs> Especially if you have your VIP ticket because it's your goodie bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, Blue Aces on Gavilan Street is a new bakery yeah. um, that's opened up. And they offer to do mini cupcakes for dessert for all of our VIP ticket holders. Wow. Nice. And, dude, Adrian gets down yeah. with her stuff. Stuff is so good there. Um, she had a gluten-free pie that I just <sighs> got because I was like, 
Come on, gluten-free is going to taste terrible. Fuck, it was Those so good. Those Mexican <laughs> chocolate cookies. Those are the best thing ever. Those are the best. Okay. I Girlfriend bought a three bag, had two of them gone in one night, and was like, you were on restriction. You were on restriction for like so long. And then I was like, no, but the cookie's going to get stale. It's not going to taste yeah. like that. Three cookies didn't even last me 24 hours. <laughs> Those cookies are so fucking good. So, so the- good. And they're not tiny. They no. are not little cookies. It's no. not like eating a ginger snap. It's a <laughs> whole cookie. Huh. And I'm sure she'll be open as well, probably. On oh, Saturday. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she'll definitely be doing the VIP uh, mini cupcake handout, and she will have sales specials that day as well. Where did the cupcakes come last night? I know Rob brought them, right? Yeah. But from where? Supposedly. I don't what know. bakery? I have no idea. Was it, I I couldn't they say didn't anymore. look just like mass-produced venue, right? No, not no, at all. I don't know. They probably had that good stuff in them, too. Lemon bars. They, yeah. It was... had probably cocaine on top of it. It was, <laughs> not it was not powdered sugar. They had that half chocolate. It's too sparkly for that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw MH half throw up. <laughs> really? You didn't see that? No. She like had that like. I don't know what it was, like a tart with the strawberry and shit on top. And My she strawberry like, tart. She, I don't know. She bit into it, and then um, the story goes, her husband told her to spit it out because <laughs> she couldn't Chris, swallow. Chris, he has a name. Well, I don't want to <laughs> fucking throw him on the bus. Well, okay, Chris, anyways, th- th- I don't know. She like couldn't swallow it for some reason, so she told her to spit it out, so <laughs> she did right back into the little, cup. Well, I don't know, the, the plastic shit. The cup, yeah. Yeah, so she just spat it out, and everyone just like, ooh, you know, the whole fucking barge sailed at her. Like, she just threw up, and I thought she threw up, so I was like, oh, I just <laughs> saw that. <laughs> but no, she just spat it out. Spat well, it. Yeah. 201 will also be open, speaking of Mary Heather, and I'm sure they'll be open on Saturday. And like, mm-hmm. like you said, if you haven't had... Oh, absolutely. And, there, yep. or and Berkeley Inc., which owns the Greyhound building, and 201, which... Holds Ticino's and Giorgio's is a sponsor, so um, oh, really? we're definitely yeah promoting them. Some of their bites will probably be a part of the VIP lounge experience. That, but yeah, the, uh, so the much going experience. on. Yeah, Saturday. there's there, dude. I mean, I don't know. We've been doing this for two years now, and I used to think, is it because we're here every Sunday or whatever day we record that it seems like there's a lot going on but no these last two years it's just been getting better and better and better we started at the right time <laughs> absolutely well uh, I don't know if that's it's probably not a coincidence we started right around the time it started getting better <laughs> no just kidding no no it's people like you just, you know you, you put in so much work so much effort uh, again somebody they can they'll walk by you all the time but they have no idea you're actually responsible for a lot of this that goes on and you're one of those unsung heroes type thing you know, well, thank you, you just you just put this on. You're like um, you're like Batman. You know, <laughs> you just kind of show up, make things cool, and she's then, like Bruce like, Wayne because no one knows she's Batman. There, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're actually <laughs> more Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, because you're just standing around there, and everyone's like, "Man, who put on this cool event?" And you're like right there with a grin. Yeah, I wonder who did. <laughs> it is a joy, and you know, I will say that the one thing I've really learned um, in the six and a half years that I've been running events is it's really about the reward. Nobody needs to know behind the scenes how crazy it was, how many toxic meetings, how many conversations, how many sleepless nights, you know, all of that is water under the bridge when you see hundreds of thousands of people come together and the word is community. Yeah. And it's pleasure. Like they are having fun. They're in Salinas. They are safe. They are enjoying themselves. And 
all in the name of like bettering the community. You know, it's like I tell people, I said, well, if you work it right, the $35 is actually a donation to a nonprofit and you get the benefit of drinking homebrew. Like think of it as supporting your community. You know, it's really not um, just paying to go to an event. You, well, you really, there's a bigger picture. And the same thing with the Race of Thrones Crapper Derby that's happening on um, the 200 block earlier that day. It's like these rotary clubs came together with a concept of bettering this area. And they do that through a variety of ways. I mean, the Steinbeck Rotary Club that I partnered with with this event was, you know, we have international projects. They're helping with the Chinatown redevelopment um, concept and project that the city has now embarked upon. There's just so many things, like you're saying, you know, how there are events going on. There are still all these projects that need help and support. And you can't always turn to your business partners or to different people to say, you know, this is something you should give money to. So if you can gather people in a fun environment and say, enjoy come drink 400 gallons of beer yeah. and pay a minuscule $35 on it. And all 400 all, gallons, hell yeah. <laughs> your and, fair share. And, right, exactly. And and know that those dollars are going to something that's going to turn around and pay it forward in this little town that we live in because it's really a pretty area. Yeah, because, I mean, go out to the to the wharf or the cannery row or something and get a meal and, and a beer or two. It's going to be at least $35. Oh, It'll be yeah. at least $35. And again, it, it's usually a big corporation that ends up with the money. You know, whatever you tip your waiter is pretty much the only thing they end up with. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this the $35 is just a meal, you know, a nice meal. And like you said, the most, more important thing, I think, is that when you do spend the $35 for this festival, it does stay here. Absolutely. You know, it, it's only helping to make events like this better. And, and like, I, I agree with you, you know, doing this show, we, we're not looking for sponsors and we never did that. But just thinking about having to go to somebody and say, hey, man, uh, can we get some of your money, you know, some of your hard-earned money that, you know, uh, can, you, can you, you know, send some over here? I could see how that, you know, that can get difficult. Um, so it it is nice if it can kind of be self sufficient. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, and, and I lo- I love the idea of kind of keeping it small and all that kind of capping the amount of of tickets. Yeah, no, I mean, well, and you know, one, it's it's delivering on the on the concept and and to the consumer because you're saying you're spending money on this, but the other side of it is like the home brewers who are dedicating all this time they've put all this energy into it they've been making this is like their craft this is their their concept their beauty their showcase this is their time to shine art right i love that right and to ask them to just be like a wham bam thank you map here's your three ounce pour get out of my face it's like that's not the that's not the concept behind this so if people are expecting to come out and you know just run through a bunch of places i think that you know, you go to brew fests throughout the county and you really understand, like, my choices are Firestone Walker and Sierra Nevada. And, you know, and you know that. Like, that's not this event. This event is all about 
I know this home brewer or I'm going to get to know this home brewer. I fell in love with that amazing porter. Oh my God, that thing that was on nitrous. I've never had a beer like that. So it's about creating those memories and just being able to interact with people. And you can't do that when there's 3,000 tickets sold. You know what I mean? The magnitude of beer that's coming out for this event is insane. And I'll tell you, the main reason is probably because the home brewers are drinkers and they know what it's like to deliver and have a good product and want to be able to showcase that. And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done and those kegs aren't tapped, I'm pretty sure we're going to find those home brewers hanging out somewhere. Yeah. I'm so the after party underground scene yeah. <laughs> might, might be where we have to like oh, sneak damn. you guys in and catch up and do another like live podcast. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a voice recorder that we can carry around with Rollo. us. Yeah. Rollo. <laughs> that um, would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we, we're down. Definitely. Um, yeah, we'll have to. Again, we have we do have a guy, that with the guy from Milpa next week. Well, that's on Sunday. This is on. on yeah. Like, well, I'm wondering how where can we you know? squeeze it in the audio, oh. make it its own show. I don't know. Whatever. Like, people don't want. Yeah. People don't want to hear about that. Um, but uh, what the hell was I about? To, oh yeah, the, the homebrew because yeah, the, they come here and drink sometimes, and, and they're t- they're like, dude, you you better get a ticket. You have no idea what I've been working on. It's going to be great. Or one time we were just here setting up and a guy walks in with two bags of hops. I was about to bring that. Yeah. Yeah. That was- and he was like so excited, you know, so excited that he had just harvested his hops. I was like, dude, where did, where do you grow these? And he was like, on market, you know? And it's like, nice. so, so you're, this beer, again, even if you're not into craft beer or whatever, it's just, a, you know, your neighbor might have made this, you know, mm-hmm. and gr- grown it in the same soil that is so world famous so it, it's i don't know I, I i like it you know i like the concept of, of again this guy is not a rep from sierra nevada that's just paid here right to hand out some uh bottle openers and tell you buy more pale ale you know um they're they're really people that are really passionate about it and again you will have plenty of access to them and when did there was another homebrew thing at at Greyhound earlier. Yeah, earlier, that was right? the Salinas Valley Food and Wine Festival kickoff party oh, for yeah. last okay, year. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And just like that event, this event is about community and it is free. So it costs nothing to come down and have fun and, and get interacted. There are live cultural performances and a free stage. I mean, there's tons of interactive things for those who one, are not drinkers, or two, have little ones and they want to bring them out. It's completely family friendly. Um, you know, the beer pouring is happening in the garden aspect. So yeah. it is that kind of removed element. Um, you know, there's just, there's a lot of layers to this event, and I think it's going to be extremely successful and beneficial to the community as whole. And it is kind of a, a spinoff of, of that concept of, you know, let's, that was more of like let's have an evening farmers market and yeah. you know what what brings people out besides you know the summer sunshine is you know beer yeah, drinking yeah. that aspect of it so um, it is and it's the same um, home brewer team that, oh, that okay. we've had involved yeah. that partnership so yeah Chris Stark and uh, Dwayne who owns Bottom Up. Um, Homebrew in uh, Marina, where homebrewers buy their supplies and and do all of those. So it was just this really great partnership, and I can't 
tell you how excited I am to see how everything's going to come together on Saturday. Yeah, and also come out to see how soon uh, or how quick Steve McShane gets on a mic. <laughs> he, oh man, him, beer, and mics. He loves it. He loves it. It's over. He, he loves it. Is that the guy that always shows up here and throws a party? Yeah. Like he showed up with the Jenga or something? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Um, the life-size Jenga? Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. What were they celebrating? Was, someone, you, was it somebody's birthday or something? Do you guys want to hear a story about Steve McShane? <laughs> Can I just throw a shout-out? Thank you for the pin, but I'm sorry I lost it. <laughs> to Steve McShane? Yeah. Yeah, he gave him what a pin? Salinas yeah, California pin. Yeah, I had a Salinas pin. California oh. pin, and I lost it at DRI. I want him yeah, to make so me rare. earrings. He so if you can hit me up with another earrings. one, I'm down. I'm more than down. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. So Steve McShane story. Ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> so this I wasn't hard. gonna. I wasn't gonna name drop, but that's actually the soldier and the reason why I got involved with this event. So I kind of put my event management business to rest. And was in a whole new direction when 2016 came about. And I no longer work for the Old Town Salinas Association. I'm now out um, at the Club at Crazy Horse Ranch. But he came to me and he was like, you're amazing. And Food and Wine Festival wouldn't have been what it was without you. And we need to do this homebrew fest. And this nonprofit like Rotary Club has no ability to do like the permitting, the logistics. Like, Jessica, you're a queen at this. You can do it. And I'm like, mm. I don't know, Steve. I really don't know if I have enough time for this. So he like twists my arm. We have a couple meetings. I sign a contract. And uh, two weeks ago, I'm like, okay. So, you know, we've kind of like checked in here or there. We're good friends. Um, and this is his district. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he needs to be supportive yeah. of these kind of events. And, and so I'm like, okay, here we are. And, you know, the Greyhound building is a non-occupied building we need some swag. We need some plants. We need some life. It's got to be pretty in there. And um, and what time are you talking? Because you know that being a dignitary, you and we expect the mayor and a few other people to like say something at the starting point yeah. of the event. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I need to check my calendar. And he's like <laughs> this guy who like gives like 30-minute segments. There'll be four-hour events, and he'll come in for like... 30 minutes and then like he'll sneak out the back door when nobody's <laughs> noticing but everybody notices it's okay. we still love you Steve um, so I told him I said you don't get to do one of those A and B let me know because you know we have to make time on the performance schedule and all of those things so we have a chat last week and he says um, so I just want you to know I'm choosing to come to this event AKA because he gets sponsor tickets more than go to some Carmel wine thing. And yeah. I'm like, Ahem, Salinas is your district. No more conversation need to be had at this point. Like, and he's super stoked. You know I mean? He's an amazing supporter. I cannot tell you um, how many really great things he's brought to this town. And he, he's one like me. He doesn't, he doesn't take an ounce of credit. He doesn't need to be in the limelight. He loves to get in front of the microphone. Yeah. Please believe. But I think also when the time's appropriate. Like when someone else has done a lot of hard work and they've put a lot of effort and energy into it, he really doesn't have a problem pushing other people forward and really developing. And I think that's a key piece to this community as well because we need more doers. We need more people who care and want to come together and make things happen. I mean, Salinas Valley Food and Wine was his brainchild. 
over six years ago and it's finally ran successfully yeah. and you know is now on the verge of a date change and all these other really exciting elements oh what a different time of year yeah august oh dude that's that's perfect right that's perfect it's so warm yeah that's warm time over here um all right so i don't want to that was a good uh, Steve story, though, by the way. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. He, he is awesome. And I, I like the, the Greyhound building. I like architecture, and you know. Mm-hmm. And that's just really, really cool, like, art deco-type interior. The, you know, the, the staircase is still there. And it's, it, it's all tile and stuff. It's like these little tiny one-by-one one inside. I don't know. It's, it's a really good interior. Yeah, yeah. I don't know actually if the staircase is tiled, but oh. but there, there's plenty of a small tile everywhere. And um, yeah, so it, it's a really cool it's a really cool space. So it, it's it's great to hang out and kind of you know drink a beer. Yeah, rumor is there's a new vendor or a new business coming in, but the Greyhound. Yeah. What the don- the donut shop is expanding? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> the donut shop better not be going nowhere. No, hell no. I don't think. No, that was my like signature breakfast Sunday morning spot. Like once all the vendors were in and like everything was good, I'd go in there and like hide and eat their little bagel breakfast sandwich, which is so good. And say hi to Emily because she's the best little you know donut maker there is in all of Salinas. And people know if they couldn't find me, that was where it's like she's in the donut shop. <laughs> of course I am. Uh, yeah, and you know, they did an amazing job with the renovation at 201. I mean, you talk about keeping the beauty and just the amazingness of historic downtown buildings. Uh, you know, we love our sponsors and we love kind of just this historic feel. It's really funny. There's uh, the new property district that's in play and the Old Town Association's kind of dissolving as they're coming into uh, fruition, but... You know, it's like now people are saying, oh, it's Selena City Center. Okay, that might be the name of the organization, but it's still Old Town. Like, it is still historic. It is still beautiful. It's still nostalgic. Yeah. Like, you want to hang out. You wish more places had outdoor dining. It's just, it's beautiful. It, it's, no, and also, speaking of, on the 13th, uh, going back to 201, they're opening their lounge in the basement. Officially? Yeah. You know they've held, held a couple of parties. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've well, been, da- I've been down there. Yeah, I've been down there. Yeah, I've been down there. It was pretty cool. I, yeah. <laughs> Once you go down there, you don't come back up. Uh, it's pretty warm down there. It's very hot. They need, <laughs> they need a ventilation scene like nobody's business. And as a girl, we way, wear way less clothing, and I was still like really hot in there. Yeah, yeah. When it was like, this has to be a lounge type area. The yeah. dancing was like, no, it's not going to work. But, um, but yeah. So I'm excited for that. That's going to be cool. I think they just build fans into the wall and like start blowing sweaty, musty, hot air. <laughs> Maybe not such a good idea. Come on, Seamus. <laughs> that was a Seamus idea right there. Seamus was like, just put a fan on the wall, bro. <laughs> Seamus is badass. Um, he was actually here last night too. Getting drunk, yeah. yeah. Oh, he has a girlfriend now, so he doesn't uh, really come around a lot. Oh, I and then Mary has way more social. Gives him shit. Yeah. Mh, yeah, she's awesome. She just gives him shit until. Have he you runs seen the away. baby? Oh hell yeah, Mm-mm. super big. I haven't met her. Oh, Leah, yeah. mm. Leah, either. I keep. I, Leah, yeah, come on. I see Star the, Wars, I, 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 but I see the name, <laughs> and it's like it's Leah. 
You know, but it's, oh, no, it's them. So it's Leia. <laughs> it's fucking Chris and MH. Um, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, they're hilarious. If WrestleMania was badass at their house. <laughs> so much fun. It is cool because then uh, you always have a bathroom when you know MH. She's got keys to restaurants. <laughs> it was all busy last night. She's like, you want to go to 201 in the bathroom? I'm like, yes. Let's get the hell out of here. You got to be close for that to happen because that didn't work this way. That, <laughs> that, I had to get in line. Yeah, yeah like uh, she got to know people, like, bro. You like got to name peasant. know people and name drop. <laughs> name dropping. Yeah, name I should have just, I did tell her about you. So whatever. Mary Heather? You were my name drop, yeah. Ooh, mine's not a very good name to drop. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to look up and then name drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I, I, can I still, I wanted to, have, have we covered everything? Or, or, you know, do you want to ask any questions, Kujo? I talk a lot. I'm trying to think of, I talk no, a lot. Yeah, she's I'm very excited. informative. I, I, I know what's going on, and I'm, I'm more than down at this point. Yeah, so there'll be, um, again, three, three beer gardens. Um, it's a free event to attend. You need a ticket, obviously, to get into the beer garden, right? Correct. How, how do people know that you have your ticket? Like, do you get an armband, or like, do you just show your ticket Secret everywhere? Secret Ninja ones. status. Um, yes. What? <laughs> so, um, if you go to the website, you'll see a picture of the really cool custom beer glass that you get with this event. What? Because, uh, you know, I'm all about the signature experience. So I like it. Uh, there's this very it's cool a salad glass. bowl. <laughs> Not quite. It's a Steinbeck cup. It has a Steinbeck quote. Come on, we're Steinbeck's home brew fest. We're not uh, Salinas Valley Salad Salad Festival. Yeah. We will what? do one of those though, don't you worry. Oh, I And I've, for those that aren't beer drinkers, sorry, I forgot about this. Uh we do have wine. It's not like just only beer. A lot of people garden? have said, I'm not that into beer. Well, Here's the thing. We didn't want to dilute the experience in the beer gardens. So um, Steinbeck Center, being the amazing partner that they've been, has opened up the atrium. So when you go to Steinbeck to check in, because that's where ticketing and registration will be, you'll pay for your ticket or you'll collect your ticket from purchasing online. And you'll walk inside the atrium. And at the atrium area, there'll be... A beautiful little like lounge reception setup, but there'll also be a little table that's selling wine tickets and wine oh. by the glass. Oh, what? So if you're not quote unquote a beer drinker and you don't want to spend all the money on a beer ticket um, and you just want a glass or two of wine, that will be an option. There will be red and white wine um, for sale separate from the beer ticket. And the beauty of that is, you know, we have the alcohol permits in place, so you'll be able to walk around with that. If you're with a ticket holder that's in the beer garden, you can have your wine in there. Um, cool. Yeah, all of our uh, VIP people will have a VIP wristband, and the um, restaurants will know that's kind of the signature piece for them to be giving and providing the samples. And well, and then the cool thing about the Steinbeck Center now that CSUMB runs it is they got college kids working there, and they're very, very like. Proactive, you know, they make they make sure you're you're taken care of. I was there for like a ag tech event or something. I was like, damn, these dudes are put an empty beer down, they clean that shit fast. Yeah, CSUMB has really stepped their game up by hiring college kids <laughs> or, or making them volunteer or uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure volunteer in quotes. Like, ah, if you don't volunteer, you don't graduate, kid. <laughs> Everybody needs service hours. Yeah. Well, no, they're big on that. CSUMB is really big on getting it's, their kids. It's a mandatory the requirement. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. I'm an alma mater. I know. Really? 
Yep. Class of 08. Class of, oh, wow. Um, not that long ago. No, that was It does feel no. like long, but not that long. Class of, of 08. Whoa, that's. Yeah, it took me some time. Shh, don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you said you graduated high school in 97. Uh, no, no, 2000. No. But there you go, doing math. Yeah. <laughs> what was that about physics? We're not going. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what the hell? <laughs> you weren't going there for the full eight years, were you, since you graduated? No, no, I had to take a little time off. Okay. I did have the six-year plan, though. That's real talk. Yeah. All right, so you started going in 2002. No, I went from like oh oh to like oh five, and then I flunked in oh five, and had medical problems in oh six, and then went back at the end of oh six and graduated in oh eight. What'd you get your degree in? Collaborative health and human services, which basically means public health and social work. So helping the community, huh? Funny, funny that I'm an event planner and I love doing events and benefiting the community and partnering with nonprofits. And yeah, yeah, I've been in the nonprofit sector since 2007. And then are, you know, kind of, we are Salinas Underground. Are you Salinas native? I am not. Are you from the Midwest? Dun, dun, dun. No. Uh, a little town why. called Hanford in uh, the oh, Central Valley. I've partied there. Yeah, there's not much I've, to do there. Oh, my God. Besides I, eat the best party. ice cream in the world, Superior Dairy Ice Cream is whoop, whoop, off the charts. Really? I, they I have an SOS, which is basically like um, a banana float. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's like a banana float on droids. It's like this big, long, two whole bananas and three scoops of ice cream, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and like this mound of whipped cream on top and like crazy cherries and walnuts. It's enough for like six people. Holy shit. It's insane. How long does it take you to finish one? (sighs) Can you finish one on your own? No. (laughs) No. That ended a long time ago. Um, I think probably the last time I even attempted to eat one, I was in high school. And at Hanford Central yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you what? So you you graduated high school in Hanford? I did. Hanford okay. High. It was okay. Yeah, it's a small town. There's really small that town. much. Well, now like they have crazy population and two high schools and all of that. But two whole then, high school. Wow. Yeah, but back then we just had two campuses. That. Yeah. Again, I've I Elementary went to in a, high school. <laughs> you figure out age, ages 10 to 13 you guys was, were on your own it was east and west and we were like had our own kind of like weird rivalry and it was really like awkward because I played sports in high school but the yeah. pool was not at the campus that I went to school at so it was like <laughs> I would take the bus over in the afternoon to go to the pool and everybody would be like there's the east campus bus we're gonna shank them when they get home. you know it was like prison rules care- yeah <laughs> It's like, careful, watch your back. <laughs> and then, so does everybody go to like Fresno to party there? Or? Uh-uh. Okay. We go to the cornfields. What the? <laughs> I mean, crazy if you shit happens know in the cornfield. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it gets down. Yeah. Keggers in the cornfield. That was the deal. Uh, yeah. When I went there, yeah, it was just, it was like a barn. It was a CD release party for like all these Bay Area rap artists. Nice. And it was just like barn in the middle of, like, you're just, it's just fucking highway, and, and it's, then, then it's a barn. Barn, yeah. And it was, that, that party was crazy. Yeah, was crazy. I bet it was probably after church. Sounds like the party I was at last night. I, I missed this. I didn't even know about this, oh, but it was wow. my best friend's thirtieth uh, masquerade. Masquerade. Woo, woo. 
Does that mean like you guys killed a bunch of people? No, <laughs> it's like you wear this really pretty mask. Like, um, like Phantom of the Opera. Eyes, like. eyes wide shut. Did you uh, was like, it an eyes wide shut kind of party? <laughs> My eyes were definitely eyes wide shut after I left there. <laughs> eyes wide shut. Is, have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? No, not at all. I don't even know what that is. That's a I was movie? like, mm, that's a movie reference. I don't know. Yeah. You don't you don't know I'm either? Googling that shit tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna stream it. Oh man, dude, it's uh, It's Tom, like me after every podcast. God damn it. It's Tom, Tom, it's Tom Cruise and it's about these oh, yum, yum. rich people. These rich people have these big sex parties. Uh, like you just all show up but you're wearing like masquerade masks so you don't so you Oh, can be like, it's the swingers movie. I've heard of this. Yeah. Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Yeah, it was definitely kind of like one of those. <laughs> uh, at, at, mm-hmm, I had an early morning and I was like, oh, yep, yeah, that's my excuse. Um, it's time to go. <laughs> but it was lots uh, of fun. Lots of fun. I mean, I enjoy like dressing it. up and putting on events. Yeah. And, you know, and she was like, no, I want my friends to enjoy. So she hired this like taco thing. And it was really like, you know, the most challenging thing about being an event planner Going to an event. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Because you're because, picturing everything. Because you're constantly like thinking event brain. Like I was at the Laguna Seca Mixer talking with Christina and Donna Boyster who do the events at 201 and Giorgio's. And I'm like, I have to shut the brain off. I have to shut the brain off. I have like <laughs> You don't like lines. You don't like unorganized things. You don't like people serving food without gloves on. Like there's just all these things that like coherently are in my head that you as a general consumer would never think about. Like you don't mm-hmm. think twice about it. Did they wash their hands when they came out of the bathroom? Did they did they intentionally <laughs> Yeah, did they intentionally pull their hair back and then, you know, like pick their nose and then make my drink? Those kind of things. I'm okay with that. So, it makes my immune system stronger. I'm going to tell you Maybe that's, that's the least saying. of what I'm concerned about. Yeah, there's lots of things. So it's going to another event is probably the most challenging. Like for me to just be like, relax, ah, yeah. check out Event Brain, enjoy social, Jessica. So yeah, I was like helping deliver chairs and trash cans and flats of strawberries and beautiful flowers and like. Yeah. And that was always your thing? Did you always like, were you that no. kid that made elaborate parties and all that? Oh, no, that's so she cute. She threw like blues cruise parties. parties and- <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Hey, May 2017, Hawaii. You're gonna, you're, What's going on? What? Your birthday's in, you're going to celebrate your birthday in Hawaii? Woo, woo. I'll be like, I like I'll it. be lucky if I, I show up here first- for a fucking beer. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I took my we're first going to cruise when I turned game. 30, so I turned 35 next May. And, um, the boob cruise cycle, which is an all women's cruise, let me describe ah, this. It's damn. to celebrate. There's a couple of li- you have women. me a boob. I know, boob. Well, you know, it is a public cruise, and you can buy, you know, but you just can't get in on our little like group scene. But you can definitely be on the same cruise ship, going to the same places. Um, it's a public cruise, but oh, okay. we have like a group of people, um, and it's actually English Hills, um, one of the bartenders there is a breast cancer survivor and so a portion of the proceeds we all kind of like rally and raise money and like obviously we pay to go on a cruise but you know we also support breast cancer and we kind of celebrate life and women and everything amazing and the first one I went to when I was 30 was just a quickie to Mexico and this one's Maui and the islands. Well you're taking a cruise all the way to Hawaii? Yes yes. What the fuck? How long does it take to get Hawaii on a boat? Uh 
like a half a day. Really? Really? Yeah. What? How fast do boats? It's super oh, close. What, it on takes the like map, three hours to the... fly there. I mean, you know what? It makes sense. Like, we. You think about it. I don't yeah. know. It's not like we're driving. It, yeah, it, it doesn't take <laughs> like it takes half a day. How long does it take to get to Mexico? Oh, it was like super quick. Well, the, like they two do, hours. Well, the, so the trick is it's like, like you boarded in the day. Yeah, no, you, you boarded in the day, and they drove you out from Long Beach. They drove you out to Catalina, and then you spent the day at Catalina. You got on the boat, had dinner, and they were on their way to Mexico. What? I missed that one. Uh, and then you're on your way to Mexico, so you sleep while they're cruising. That's the key. Oh yeah, they don't stop. Huh? They don't stop. They keep moving. Only when you're at port the during Titanic the day. Didn't stop so they either. move at night. <laughs> So, like, one day you hit two islands, one day you're at an island for the two... Oh, actually, that's not true. Three days you're at a whole island. Like, you're at Maui a whole day. You're at Oahu a whole day. And then you hit, like, two of the smaller islands one day, and then I think you hit the big island on your way out. And then you're at sea, like, that night, and then the next day, and then you dock. What? Yeah. That's I did not know they still had sent boats to Hawaii. All of a sudden, Baldo wants to jump on a cruise. I'm telling you. Let's oh, do I'm, it. I'm down. <laughs> to Hawaii, though? Damn. That's a lot of ocean. No, I don't know how that I would feel so small. I don't know. I think that might freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You're going to feel really big when you get in your little cabin. It's like, I turn this way, and then I see the bathroom, and I turn this way, yeah. and I see the bed. Okay. That makes, it's like a studio. Yeah. The cruise, the cruise rooms are super small. But you don't spend your time in there. Like, yeah. You're gambling. You're eating. You're drinking. You're in the jacuzzi. You're at the pool. You're socializing. Like, you're on the deck. It's beautiful. How can you tell you're on the water? Or is it like... Um, like, is it rocky? I did, you know, oh, so I did the quickie because I was concerned, one, I'd be claustrophobic, and two, I'd get seasick. Like, I'm not a fan of not seeing land. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. the quickie was a good, like, little showcase of what I'd be getting myself into. And I didn't feel, like, seasick, ocean, like, nothing. And the entire day back, so, like, you're in Mexico, you're in Catalina for a day, Mexico for a day, and then back. And the whole day back was, like, in the jacuzzi, out lounging on the deck, in the pool, out lounging on the deck, in the jacuzzi. like. And then when you get into port, they just, like, let you out. You can do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, look at these events we have lined up for you. No. Days days at port, they really don't have a lot. Days on the ship, they have stuff scheduled. Do you- and they have, like, you know, karaoke and deep, like, they have comedy shows and stuff at night. So it's like... Going to Vegas, but yeah. you're like on a boat. On you're not boat. going anywhere. You won't move from one end of the ship to the next. They have a couple bars and restaurants, so it's like on the ship. Yeah. How long was the uh, trip from here to Mexico compared to here to Maui? That's coming up. I would probably say it's the same amount of distance, just because coming back, like because mm-hmm. we were down at the tip. So. Um, <laughs> But it was just like a two-day trip, three days? It was three days. Yeah, yeah. So it was one day Catalina, one day Mexico, and then one day back. Okay. Fucking Catalina wine mix. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, is that what you were talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Is that the shit? I've heard no. Oh. oh no, that's from a movie Step Brother. Oh. But now now like I think this I year think they're I'm doing have it to go for real. Plan another event. Okay, I was just going to yeah, stop planning events real. and watch more movies. You haven't <laughs> seen any movies. You it's need a social life. You know why? I need a non-social life. Yeah. I need a movie life. Yeah. Like, even if I've seen the movie, I'm that person. That just fell. Um that like forget like I am I'm Tom Cruise like that's a substantial name. I know that name. But if you're like Betty Joan Hart or I don't know, 
I would not know. Like, I am horrible with actors' names. I am horrible with that. Like, I remember, you know, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. just not my scene. Sorry. I so, forget that kind of stuff. Do you, so then you don't watch television or movies? You're one of those people? Uh, you did a Netflix there, and chill day. There is, there the is absolutely, good. absolutely. So there is more dust on my television than there are times I've turned it on. So you don't dust either, is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I'm not home to dust. And I definitely don't care about the dust on my television because I'm not using it. Now, the dust on my laptop gets taken care of. The dust on my washing machine gets cleaned. Like, But I just, I'm not a huge fan of like sitting in front of a blank screen. and uh, Mainly because I'm not like a commercial, like industry support, like that kind of stuff. But I'll stream, like I'll get on my laptop and like, stream things at night to like put myself to sleep but who wants to watch a three hour movie while they're trying to like go to bed not because uh, I get mad because then it's like I'm an hour and a half in and I'm committed to this movie yeah. and you but, wake up to shit the I've got to be to work in four hours now you know it's like that kind of scene so why did I put on Schindler's List at <laughs> one <laughs> right what happens to all these Jews man I need to know exactly so I would sorry say, to any Jews out there I'm um, much more social interactive than like television interactive, but I have learned the power of streaming. Streaming's awesome, and you do work really hard because we ran into you in Watsonville huh. at the food truck festival, and you were not there enjoying food trucks. You were there hustling. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, there yeah. trying to sign food trucks to oh. your event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. Huh? Yeah. yeah. You were definitely there. And that's a great event too. I mean, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. I like how Domingo Rivera is like off the charts with that. Well, you know, because he's put on a couple of those. So, did you go to the one at the Moose Lodge? No, I we went, went to, to that the one, one at the just to at Northridge. We went. Okay, to the one I missed the Northridge one. Yeah. Was that one pretty epic too? It. I. We got there later in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and yeah, we heard it was it was much Busy. fuller. Yeah, yeah okay, it was cool. cool because we we got to you know our pick. We got right. to eat at eight three one. Which that was that was difficult at the Watsonville one. Yeah. Those artichokes. I tried talking him into food samples, and he was just like, "You don't understand the cost of." And I'm like, "No, I get it. Of all people in the world, I get it." Yeah. I'm like, "But it, we just we couldn't get it together for this year. It'll probably be one of the showcases for the Brewfest next year. It's a much bigger kind of food element um, to it. But you know, I'm." I'm truly blessed with the support and the partnership that we've gotten from the restaurants here. I mean, there's so many good food places and to have four out of the like five or six that are even on the 100 block participating that day is just huge. I was at Selena City Barbecue here down the street on on West Market. Love that place. And there was two kind of older dudes just sitting at the bar hanging out. And then they started talking about Selena, so I was just, you know, I'm always You're interested. Hustling. So yeah, so I'm like listening, and they were talking about, you know, the downtown and how there's so many restaurants and all this stuff to do. And they're like, yeah, for Selena's being such a shithole, the downtown's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to be like, God damn, that's the most backhanded compliment ever, you fucking dicks. But yeah, the guy was saying that, you know, he came out with his wife one time to eat, and they couldn't decide what to eat because there was so much here. And yeah, so most of the conversation was good, other than the shithole comment. Um, but yeah, so but I think that cents? really goes back to like the tainted like media concept mm-hmm. because you know to be real like 
media doesn't cover all the great things. Like we have pushed and I will give a shout out to our sponsors and our supporters because they're few and far between. But, you know, there have been bloggers from the Herald and Californian just ran something yesterday. Um, You know, I mean, radio. But it's like when it comes to TV, they're so quick to cover Somebody got shot. Somebody did this. Somebody was, you know, this happened. But it's like, oh, here's this great sequence of events. Like, not just one event. We're talking about a multitude of events. And there are Rotary Clubs in Salinas doing this across the board for this Chinatown revitalization project. So the idea is talk about the good stuff, too, you know? And so that's really awesome to hear that people really do see downtown in a positive light even if it's in the food scene for right now you know and we'll just we'll continue to grow that i know that there's um a keg bar opening up on the 200 block and a couple other restaurant concepts that are closely approaching yeah it's gonna be again it's only gonna it's only gonna get better um and now this is a more personal question that i just came up with how does you doing all this how does that affect your social life how do you date what social life yeah exactly <laughs> like would a can a boyfriend you, deal with you, your you see schedule me. you see me it's nine o'clock on a sunday night and i'm like hell yeah i'll do a podcast hell yeah i'll talk about this event um i do not currently have a dating scene <laughs> and i will say it's by choice uh, that's what make, i tell myself to feel better as yeah. well no i mean I wouldn't say I'm beating him off with a stick, but I definitely am, like, focused. Yeah. My, my priorities and my goals and, like, where I want to be in life, I'll find that someone. I'm sure. But, like, all in due time, at the right place, at the right time. And, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Until then. I, need the, I needed that motivation. So, That's what I'm going to tell myself, o- too. Openly <laughs> dating and available, but uh, not, like... Crazy, you like I just like sit right exactly. I'm like, no, literally, I'm like, I've got like 20 minutes if you want to like meet up for a beer or you want to like go have coffee, like, and but that's how I am with my friends too, like, not even just the dating scene. Like, I'm super social, I have great friends. Like, my friend was pissed I left the party last night early because I committed to volunteering, but I'm like, but I'm volunteering, so. I was there from six to midnight. I felt like that was a substantial that's, amount of time. Yeah, that's almost a that's full shift. That's leaving ship. early. What the fuck? Um, the masquerade party went till like four in the morning, and the cake that I spent so much money on—it was so bomb from Lou's at the cake, the Main Street Bakery. Oh my god! By the way, I'm going to pick up dessert when I leave here because <laughs> there is a slice of cake that is calling my name. Um, yes, good stuff. Did you know German cake. chocolate cake is not German? It's made well, by it's a, made in America. It's American. It's right? made by yeah. a dude last name German. He created it. Oh, the really? concept of the coconut in it, or yeah. whatever. Not a fan. That's the worst thing ever. It's it's almost up there with a fucking carrot cake. Why? No, no. Why? No, worse than carrot cake. Fruit cake. Fruit cake. What? Cannot stand fruit cake. There's never been a fruit cake in my entire life that I've liked. And I don't mean like people, because there are plenty of those. That I, like. <laughs> I read your mind, right? Uh, get her, I don't leave her hanging. He didn't see me. It's okay. Uh, um, that's the cool thing about being Mexican is the December doesn't equal fruitcake from your grandma. It equals tamales, you know? Oh, so it's I like, fucks with what's it. What's yeah. shit they make on the... Growing up, I used to... Uh, my parents had really good friends. I actually had a best friend who was 
Mexican, and she yeah, you're was from like, Hanford. right? No other choice. It's like I had a Hmong friend, a Mexican friend, a black friend, and one white friend, and that was like it. And the white friend was the only dude. <laughs> And it was like the only, yeah, it was funny. But anyway, so we would get together and it was like, she taught me how to make pozole. And, mm, and her grandma only spoke Spanish. So that's like where I started picking up Spanish. And it was way more freak, or, uh, fluent than, than now. But there was this like whole production when it comes to making tamales. Oh, and when yeah. you're a woman, your ass is in the kitchen. Like, oh, yeah, it's so cool family or not, yeah. you are in the kitchen. So I'm like overhanging out, and it's like a couple days before Christmas, right? And we do like our little friend exchange of gifts, and she's like, "Hey, you want to stay for dinner?" And I'm like, "Sure." Well, little did I know, staying for dinner was the production of 300 tamales. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> I know, and I was like. So it was a small family party. Small family party. Small family party. So my mom, so my mom calls the house because, you know, back then we didn't have cell phones. And um, she's like, is Jessica ready to come home? And I'm like, elbow deep in masa. And <laughs> my best friend, Irene's mom, Sylvia's like, no, she's staying for a while. I've got her working. And my mom's like, all right, cool. So she like let me stay out past my curfew just to help make tamales. I remember that story because it was like, I can stay? My mom said I can stay? What did you tell her? And she's like, I told her I was help making you work. And I was like, of course you did. <laughs> yeah, tamale scene. Love them. They're, they're, Love them. They're, they're Yeah. That's one of the cool things also about being a Mexican guy is that you don't know those stories. Right. <laughs> you just, just show just, up and wait. eat tamales. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, this one was rolled a little wrong. Must have been the white girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, um, when I go to a new restaurant or new food venue, there are two staples that I always order when I'm testing a place out. And it's a chili riano and a tamale. Yeah, you, yeah. I'll, you, I'll judge you hard on your tamales. That's, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they have to be on point. I will say though, some of the best I've ever experienced are sold out of the truck cooler in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a a crazy like El Rancho or like Walmart. Well, I don't really go to Walmart that much, but when I do go to Walmart, I find the tamale dude. El Super. Dude, it's a me super, Mexican. Yeah. Mexican supermarkets have like their own economy in the parking lot. It's so crazy. It is. It's like you could get like a bootleg jersey and some freaking <laughs> tamales. And an ice cream. And a melon. They always right. have fucking melon. Why do, I don't know what the fuck's up with Mexicans and melon, but we always have melons. Ch yeah, champurrado fits, fits freaking cold. But yeah, man, they would, at Collier's, they show up sometimes. Some dudes just show up with a truck and they just start hacking away at like a honeydew and like, hey, try it, try it. Once you try it, you're not going to not buy one, you know? Like, dude, these guys are fucking hustlers. <laughs> right. And how many slices do they get out of one honeydew? Like yeah. 50 extra sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so worth the investment. Yeah, because people are always, they, first they get weirded out and the dude's like, here, just take it. And he just like slices it and hands it to, you know, you grab it on your own, you know, and then people just, yeah, you can't You're not. not saying no to that. Yeah, you can't not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, the things. Food. Living in Salinas. Mm. Yeah, food is good. And we have good food, and we're going to have good food coming up on this Saturday. That, Absolutely. That, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, 
I mean, we we put it on our last episode. We put the picture of the. Of the I know festival. that's what triggered yeah, me. I was, I was like, like ah. ah, let's talk about what you guys took a picture about. So that'd be awesome. That streams. Yeah. So and hope and again, w- w- a lot of people reach out to us because we do reach a younger demographic, you know, than the newspapers or or the radio, not radio stations, the TV stations. Obviously, we don't have as big as as a you know market, or actually our market's bigger, but. They have a much bigger audience than we do, but ours is younger, you know. So hopefully, we can motivate Absolutely. some of the younger people to come out and, and enjoy what's in town. Because, like I always say, people, it it won't keep happening if you don't show up. Absolutely, you know, and you need to show up. Don't you? Not just like, oh man, well, I had something to do that day, or I didn't hear about it. It's like, no, you know, there's avenues now for you to 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 find this information and. Um, and yeah, and you have to do it. And people are like, oh, downtown needs this, or Salinas needs this or that. Well, like, go out and demand it. Right. Go out if you want to. Be a ser- part of that change, Exa- though, too. Exactly. Who the hell said that? Wasn't that like Gandhi or something? Be be the change that you want to see in the world or Absolutely. some shit like that? yeah. So yeah, I mean, that guy was a pretty smart cat, you know? <laughs> Just kind of. Yeah. Wise. Give him wise. Him and his... No shoe policy. I don't know. I don't know. And sleeping naked with teenage girls, dude. Fucking weird, bro. Do you know he did that? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Gandhi slept every night. He slept naked uh, with like a sixteen-year-old girl to prove that he was over his sexuality. That he was like asexual. Yeah. Whatever, bro. Hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Like. I don't know. When you look at your heroes, they're just people. Ultimately, you know, people will be people. It's a concept, though. You know, I think it's like idols and mentors and people that, like, make a difference. It's, it's, it's the concept. You fall in love with something. Same thing with, like, music and food. You know, it's like you like something because there's that built kind of uh, identity or, or pleasure that comes from Dude, it. Dude, this whole Prince thing where it's like he was a I fucking know. pill He's popper or something. up all over yeah, the place. Yeah, all of a sudden it was like he would drive four hours just to get pills so people wouldn't know that he was buying pills. It's like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like this, you know... You this, think he'd have people to do that for him? <laughs> First of all. It's Prince, dude. Yeah, he so. probably wanted to show up on his own try to get a deal. Probably only got purple <laughs> pills. Purple. Uh, purple pills. The only purple ones. He was like funny. Nexium. Give me all the Nexium you got. The healing purple pill. Um, but yeah, again, I, I, we don't want to get off topic and talk about Gandhi and Prince. You were so sad. Did, you, did they turn this purple? Do you know if Taylor changed the color of their thing to purple? I was thinking about that. You know how all kinds of buildings change their lights to purple? Uh, I wonder if they're in here. I heard that the I mall. would say that Bruce would not. <laughs> I wouldn't expect do him that. to. No. I wouldn't expect him to. No. He's got. Does he have an app? I heard he has an app. They could change it, the color from his fucking phone. That's one of the cool, like. The things that that man has the capacity of doing yeah. would not blow my mind at stopping at an app that's, that could change the lights on the. Up lighting in the building. I yeah. mean, you could set that up for your built- house. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that he could do it for a building a that he forty owned, million dollar building. Right? Yeah, you would think. So. Technically, he sold it. Yeah, to himself. Oh, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> to a different business that he might be involved in. Yeah. All right, let's get technical. A uh, building <laughs> that he has control over. I don't actually. That- you know, it's really interesting. Um, Goddamn technicalities. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, just the little bizarre piece because they were obviously a sponsor and involved in Food and Wine Festival last year, and that was before kind of this purchase transition. Because Taylor Farms 
is not in the property management business. Yeah, like, yeah. So it just it did not fit his portfolio, if you will, of what was under Taylor Farms. Mm. But Bruce Taylor, like many successful businessmen, have many companies and are involved in many organizations and do a lot of different things. I mean, Don Chapin's another great example. Yeah, hell yeah. A person who, you know, is involved in a lot of nonprofits, has a lot of businesses, does a lot for the community. So when we were doing the permitting and the licensing for this event, we got the spark the sponsorship and all of that was processed through Taylor Farms, but then it was like this crazy like approval process that then had to be conducted and like we had this additional rider that needed to be done and some extra hoops to jump through um, with this new company. So I think while there is that kind of connection, I think they really are two completely separate entities operated by, um, you know, separate kind of management teams um and and one has one stipulation and kind of vision and focus yeah. of, of what's going to happen and go on there and i think that's probably a piece of why they've had some issues renting the um first floor retail oh okay that makes yeah extra that hoops, makes total kind sense. of some, yeah. some logistical stuff there but you know portobello's is coming in i did hear that starbucks is on a contract that, so we don't need change down here. corp yeah <laughs> corp coffee coming in as much as we may. Wait, or Portobello may not like. from South Maine? Yeah. They're oh, extending, shit. so they're not moving, they're just extending. Fuck yeah. I love that place. And now it's closer to home. Yeah. Wait, so there's going to be like Portobello's next to Starbucks? Um, I'm not oh, quite my. sure where in the footprint they will be, but, you know, Portobello's Put is. Next the next to Subway, away from downtown. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, um, you know, they're the place that's inside Zeph's that has all the food that's yeah. super delicious. And they do killer catering, too. Yeah, we got our Christmas party catered from them. Lasagna. Oh, what Christmas party? The, uh, well, no, no. Christmas? Well, <laughs> we, we also work together in our, in our day in our day Where lives. Where do we work together? I don't think I know this about it's you, It's called uh, California Clear Stamp. We're a Clear Stamp manufacturer, and oh. we're the biggest in the world, baby. Best in the world. And biggest now. Oh, really? Yeah, hell yeah. Nobody does more stamps than us. New ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. yeah and we're about to move into a, a building three times the size that we're at currently. And again, on Dayton, that's why I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to find Alvarado. I kind of don't because I manage the thing, so I could slip away any fucking time I want. <laughs> and it's up having a beer place so close, that might be dangerous. Um, but yeah, that's yes, that's what we yes, do. Yes, it will. Yeah, so that that's what we do in our daytime. That's how we support this podcast. But yep. everybody deserves a lunch hour. I what you do on your time off? I'll just go get a growler and just keep it in my office. Oh well, you, know, if you got it like that. I have a refrigerator in my office, not I'm a getting growler. Getting a mini fridge on mine. <laughs> what? Shit. That's true. no. I, you can't get one before. Me. Have you seen the new keg? We'll share it. The new wine keg. No. Kegerator thing. Yeah. Um, when we yeah. we went, we were at uh, Pebble Beach. What the fuck is the place? We were at the restaurant was the bench. Yeah. The one downstairs, and they have they have those on at there. Like, like I was telling, him, like, what the hell are those taps? And he's like, yeah, we have wine on tap. I'm like what? And he's like, like in kegs. And he's like, yeah, wine kegs. It keeps it fresher, I guess. Absolutely. I don't know. And you can even keep your white wine chilled, like. No more refrigerator space. How crazy is that? White wine. Get out of here. No. I, yeah. I like For those sunny days, sitting at the beach, sipping 
White wine. Ah, that sounds Sam. so cool. Yeah. That's so California, by the way. If you're not from California, we do that every day. Every day. It's <laughs> a two-hour time. that you know. Especially in Monterey. Yeah, those, those people. Um, those people. I'm sorry, Monterey. I was talking about PG folk, not you guys. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you think Monterey people are uppity? Yeah, get your ass into PG. How do I deal with those fuckers? The, what is it? Last hometown of America or some shit? Sorry, PG. Is that what they call themselves? Yeah. They don't have fucking chain restaurants. The last American hometown. Yeah, some shit like that. They have McDonald's. Uh, oh, they... D- what? <laughs> Sellouts. It's like the exemption to the rule. Yeah, I don't like it. Sellouts. Come on. No, just kidding. Sorry, PG. And now they're about to let them build a drive-thru. That's a McDonald's? Which was like their stipulation, yeah. Because so like their thing back, back, back in the day was like, no, 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 no. No, no corp, no nothing. So McDonald's, Avi, bought, like paid lots and lots of money. Um, But the contingency was no drive-thru. Because then it wasn't fast food. They had to go inside. Oh, okay. But now they've recently gotten permission. Damn, PG, getting very liberal. Settle down, PG. Next Stick thing you know, it's more money from McDonald's, yeah. man. Huh? I'm sure it's just more money from McDonald's. Yeah. I'm sure it's just more money for PG. From, yeah, same from McDonald's. I, yeah, yeah. I wonder from, from, yeah. how much money that the the McDonald's um, in Monterey by the wharf oh, by the man. park. I wonder how much money that. That's like Ooh, next to Dennis. The yeah. yeah, that renovation that they did was a million dollars. And you know the big thing is like now cities have ordinances and like these zone requirements. So when they went to do the renovation, they couldn't paint it the typical yellow and red anymore, which is like standard McDonald's branding. Yeah. So you noticed it's like all like stone gray, boring blah. It's not like <laughs> wow, look at that! Oh my god, I'm tweaking out on McDonald's signs and lights. Yeah. And there I am. Yeah. It's one. It's a unique one, right? It's like architecturally unique amongst McDonald's's. I want to say it's I read like the that. The blackest, black, the most metal McDonald's from what I've it's seen. The blackest. <laughs> like speaking I think of the that, did PG get rid of their colored black, people right? entrance? No. Metal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean metal, like heavy metal. Like, I don't know. I saw that on Reddit somewhere. And someone pointed out that it was Monterey. What? McDonald's in I Monterey. Wait, I wasn't paying attention. That it's metal. Why? Just like, because it's black. Like the uh, arches, like the arches are black oh, okay. and they aren't yellow. They're yellow. Yeah. Sorry. So it's like the most like heavy metal McDonald's in the world or some shit. I don't what know. is that? I'm 14 and this is funny? I don't remember. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14 and this is metal. I think that's a subreddit. I swear I invented that, but whatever. Really? Um... I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah, but anyway, you don't need to go out there because Saturday you're going to be here. Well, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Saturday, there's four events happening downtown mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, that's that's crazy. Saturday is the day, but this is going on all weekend. Yeah, well, the Steinbeck thing, I don't, I don't, I mean, you don't know, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know, probably read books or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they've kind of turned into like a TED Talk session, so there's a whole list of like the panels and all the things that are happening for the Steinbeck Festival all weekend. Just go to Steinbeck.com. Um, yeah, that's, and yeah, and they're doing so good. They're, again, their social media has really kicked up. I, I still give credit to the CSUMB. Yeah, they takeover. got an intern from there. Oh, really? And I think they might have actually hired him because he's awesome. He's doing great stuff. He's yeah. like tweeting. He tweeted the little glass mug thing that we're doing. Oh, yeah. They've got some really cool stuff going. They always include us in all their tweets and Instagram posts. So thanks, dude. I don't know who you are, but thanks, bro. <laughs> um, 
His name's escaping me right now, but I know. I thought it was going to be like, I thought escaping. I thought that was part of his name. Uh, I'm like, oh like, my God. I want to say Melvin, but I don't want to be wrong. Melvin? So I'm, gonna I'm just going to Melvin. Him. How can you forget or not remember a dude named Melvin? <laughs> Do you know how many people I know? How many no. Melvins are included oh, in there? <laughs> you Melvin? Want to know. Yeah. Oh, shit. Melvin. No, it's not Melvin. It's Merlin, Maybe. like the wizard. We'll call him Mel. Mm. So what up, Mel? It's not my name. My name's Jeff. Hey, we'll call you Mel. <laughs> you were forever Mel. Yeah, you're Mel now, dude. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, what was it? Stein. What was the working to get tickets? Steinbeckrotary.org is where the Steinbeck Homebrew Fest tickets are available online, pre-sale. And the group's called the Rotary, but the people are Rotarians. Correct. What's up with that? That's weird. Why isn't it the Rotary? It is Rotary. But then why do they become Rotarians? Why does the T get hard? It's not hard. How do you... <laughs> yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Just give it a minute. <laughs> a, a Rotarian is one individual in a group called Rotary. Rotary. So like Rotary's plural. How do you spell Rotary? R-O-T-A-R-Y. All right. Google got that wrong for once. Did you ever have to use a rotary phone? Did you guys? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah those sucked. My you had room. Or... Really? Nines or zeros in the number and shit? Like, we we yeah. had like the most modern phone in the kitchen, but like the rotary one was in their room. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like just to answer, I guess they don't want to get a new one. Anyways. Are a group of rotary phones Rotarians? Or just rotaries? I'm so confused. English is a hard language, man. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to be an asshole. How do I buy a ticket? <laughs> so Selena if you're on SteinbeckRotary.weebly.com? Yeah, No, no, that's right. So, okay. if you're, so if you're on there, you'll see, if you're on a mobile device, you'll see the little three bars on the right-hand side of the screen. And that's kind of the menu bar at the top if you were on the normal homepage. And then you'll see the very next thing after welcome is the Steinbeck Home Brew Fest. If you select that, you will get the details to the event, the tape, the time, the locations, those kind of things. Um, an awesome photo of the glass that you will get as a keepsake. Oh, yeah. What's the quote? And then a link. Look at that. Um, the it's quote. Thin and sexy. Nothing like the first taste of beer, which was a Steinbeck quote in Not of Mice and Men, the other one. Grapes of Wrath. Huh? It's like a thousand. No, the other one. <laughs> Grapes of Wrath. East of Eden? East of, East of Eden's the one, the Salinas-based one, one. In one of his ones. Yeah, because he's on Cannery Row. Uh, well, or Tortilla Flat. I don't know. <laughs> this says the Pearl. The Pearl? That's the level. Yeah. So we named the levels of our sponsorship after the themes of his books. And there's so the there's Sea of Cortez, the Pearl. Pastures yeah. of Heaven, Sea of Cortez, Doc yeah. Ricketts Lab. Have you ever been to Doc Ricketts Lab? The actual lab? Yeah. I don't think it exists anymore. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Where? hell yeah. Next oh, to Bubba Gumps. <laughs> no, next to Cannery Row. You it's can see the, it from Bubba Gumps. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it's just this little shack. pointed it out. It's still yeah. there with all his like specimens and everything. You could, but you can't go in it. You have to get like, yeah, you, you have to call them, you know, and set up an appointment and they'll it's show you for like free. It's not like that little area that's like all cordoned off and totally like not accessible because it's unsafe. No. I'm thinking think so. about like where the little wharf thing washed out like between 
Um, what is that? The chart house and um, you know what I'm talking about. I kind of do. Like if you're little, little beach area by yeah, Canary Row. Uh, what I'm thinking about is like when I would sit at by that amazing joint. breakfast place called Trailside Cafe that's changed names now. Like how dare you do that to me? Did the food change? Um, I don't know. You haven't been back. I haven't been back. I went there once and they had a crazy line and so I was like, mm, ain't got time for this. Um, <laughs> but it's like if you were sitting there, you look out over the trail, it's right there. So maybe. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry for completely derailing it again. No, it's okay. SalinasRotary.com.org Did you find the ticket link? Oh, hi, yeah. It was super easy, right? Yeah, yeah. Once, once I figured out, I should click on the like Steinbeck Proof fest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but from there, yeah, just find like buy tickets now. Uh, I'd recommend buying your tickets early because day of, it's like, wow. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and you know that's kind of the the reason why we made it so pre affordable for people was we really wanted to kind of have that level of being able to sell out and sell out early so that we knew. We could turn people away the day of. And honestly, I would say if you're interested at all in the food aspect being included by now, because we probably won't have VIP the day of. If it's anything like kind of our sales and sponsorship was with Food and Wine Festival, we came up to the day before and it was like, we're done. So you could upgrade, um, but, you know, with Food and Wine Festival. And I'm pretty sure that's a concept they're doing here. Um, We've talked about that. If you already have purchased a ticket, being able to upgrade. Um, but with those features, we'll, we'll definitely probably have VIP sold out. And soon. again, what does VIP get you? The food. So okay. you get all three beer gardens, but you get the restaurants. So food samples at two of the food vendors on the farmer's market, but then also Blue Aces for dessert, Monterey Coast Brewing, Dubbers, Farm Fresh Deli. All delicious stops. I'm excited with the new chili at Dubbers because they went all vegetarian with it. And then Justin said he's going to switch back. And I went. It's again. his dad's old family recipe. Okay, good. Better not have that much vegetables in it. No, it was the stuff. You, do you remember when they first opened? Yeah. But it was just crazy food cost. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. So he had to switch it. And I mean, you know, he's dialing in things. So it's good. Yeah, I mean, because it is definitely changing here, but it's still not Bad. very, you know. Thursdays and Saturdays downtown are fucking awesome. Those are the days if you or Old Town. I, I Again, I, I need to keep Old Town. This is the Viagra song. Um, but, yeah. I don't thir- hear anything. Thir- Thursdays and Saturdays. Um, are getting are really fun down here. There's a, a lot a lot of people, and again Fridays as well. The, the theater's always full. There's always people there at Maya. Um, but yeah, it, it's really good. If you haven't been out downtown in a while, this is a perfect time, great way to reintroduce yourself to the neighborhood. Um, and a lot of people haven't seen the Taylor Building, so this is kind of that special experience, if you will, um, having their their courtyard showcasing. Um, I think there'll be probably like 13 or 15 inside that courtyard alone. Um, and then, you know, the insides, there's development happening all the time, and they're a sponsor, so there might even be a little tour. Who knows? Bruce might be there and take us up to his little patio. <laughs> the cool people patio. Yeah, show his, his executive office. Yeah. That'd be awesome. He has the, the CO, their COO used to be the COO for fucking Airbus, man. <laughs> 
It's like, holy shit, dude. You got some fucking powerful people. Um, but yeah, again, it's a great time to come check out the neighborhood. We're here all the time. We're always talking about it. We love it. We, you know, we know so many people down here, but there's a, a lot more people that, you know, that can come check it out. And I, I think that's a great event. And it's beer, beer. It's locally made beer by, you know, by local people. This is different. This isn't going to be, again, your typical, you know, Corona, Sierra Nevada, you know, type deal. Not even Lagunitas is going and it's coming here. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so so this is a good opportunity to to get beer that you literally can't get anywhere else in the world, um, and thirty five dollars pre sale I think is a is a bargain. Is is wow, fuck, it's like a dollar a taste if you think about it, and you know that you're gonna five fucking tastes. Well, you, wait, <laughs> yeah. like you got thirty home brewers, <laughs> and not all of them. Oh, okay. Not all of them yeah. are just bringing one. Yeah, and on top of that, like. You're going to find one that you like, and you're going to go back. Yeah. And they're not going to be, oh, sorry, you've already had your sample. Yeah. Like, you're going to get another sample. So when you break it down, the math is like less than 50 cents a taste. And the drinking is only in the beer gardens? Well, there are glasses. Selena's rules. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I heard Vegas rules earlier. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So glasses are allowed because the idea is... Um, that you can, you know, be mobile. So there's three beer gardens. The way we're working it is you can walk out of a beer garden with beer, but you cannot walk into another one with beer. So when you enter a beer garden off the streets, your glass needs to be empty. And the reason for that is really just more control and monitoring. We want to be able to make sure that, um, you know, people aren't, trying to cheat the system. I mean, you're more than welcome to come into any place that serves a whole beer and buy a beer. I mean, at XL, you can buy something out of the thing and walk out the door with it. So how would we be able to control that that wasn't something that you just filled in your cup and then... But I mean, you've paid $35, you've got the glass, or $50 if you want the great VIP experience. You're going to want to embrace all that's there. So kind of the way we thought we would control that and having too much poured... Or, you know, people walking in with outside stuff is to say, you walk into the beer garden, dry, you can walk out with a taste or two, um, you know, but um, you're going to have time to drink it before you get to the next spot anyways. Yeah, for sure. Just stay away from the oldest cop in Salinas. (laughs) (laughs) Look out for the hat. Just don't get in the golf cart. Look out out for the (laughs) hat. Look out for that. There will be no golf carts at this event. <laughs> I've put myself on restriction. Just kidding. But anyway, just um, thank thank you for coming on. Thank, thank Absolutely. you for reaching out. Um, and again, luckily we we had. Yeah, the I know it's perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect timing couldn't have been better. I really appreciate your guys's time and um, thank God for following you guys. Like it was one of those things. Honestly, two weeks ago, I was like. <gasps> Oh my God, I've got to reach out. I totally know that you guys do them. I'm like, but I don't know what day of the week. And I can't remember. I was like, I'm going to come in here and I'll just ask Adam. And it didn't work. (laughs) Totally dropped the ball. And then I saw the post and I was like, yay, I have to get on this. So thank you. I really appreciate it. The positive exposure is definitely a a win-win for all of us. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, I don't know, we'll... We'll try to record out there. I don't know if we, if we can. Well, and yeah, and maybe what we do too, um, I mean, you know, we can figure out something around that realm. There are going to be some secret people judges, so I can talk to the coordinators. I'm not in charge of all aspects of it, so yeah. I don't want to promise that, but I'd love maybe uh, 
panelist or two to uh, be a beer connoisseur for the day. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Again, we're on episode ninety nine, so our next episode woo, is a hundred. So woo, woo. Um, maybe we do a special showcase for a yeah. hundred, and it's like just a little splash of brew fest downtown. Yeah, that'd home, be cool. Cause, home yeah, brew. Yeah. That that would be. We're kind of thinking about it. You know. Annual. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's our second yeah. anniversary as well. Ah. And one hundredth episode. That's fabulous. So. Um, what yeah. a great anniversary. Congratulations. It'd be fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Such good timing. Yeah. Their anniversary, your guys' anniversary. That's perfect. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we'll see and people should not forget they get to get involved in the judging aspect of it. Like, not only do you get to learn about brew and engage with all these home brewers, you yourself are going to get tickets to vote for your favorite beer. And they'll get in a prize that day. And they, and that's cool. An award. I mean, you never know. You might find that beer at Public House one day or something. You know that right. winning beer. Yeah. You, you never. You never. Sky's know. the limit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Again, once again, thanks for coming on. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to bring up? Again, SalinasRotary.org. Find find the link up there for the the Steinbeck Brew Homebrew Festival. Um, yeah. Get your thirty five dollar tickets or your fifty dollar VIP before. You don't want to show up and want to get a VIP ticket and they're already sold out. Right. And yeah, that's exactly it. I would just hate for people to have that anticipation and say, I'm sorry, we've met our limit because it really is. It's capped. So, um, you know, 250 VIP, no more than 500 tickets total. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, it, it really is a lot of beer for a few amount of people to drink. Yeah. When you think about how many people just live in Salinas. But we have home brewers from all throughout the county that are coming out to this. So we've got a good draw of people that really have this event on their radar. And I think it's going to be one for the records and, and one that's set kind of in that platform. We've definitely built it to be an annual event. So it's only going to grow bigger and better. Um don't forget to buy your ticket. Yeah, SalinasRotary.org. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, SteinbeckRotary.org. Oh, yeah, okay. I've been saying Salinas as well. SteinbeckRotary.org. Um, and we'll put the link on our Facebook page. Make Love it, it. Make Thank it e- you. easier you know, for people to get it. Um, and, yeah, so it, it, should be, it should be a great time. Again, it's a good opportunity to come, come check it out. All the businesses should be open. Um, as well, at least all the restaurants. You know, Absolutely. I don't know about any, the boutiques or anything, but oh, they're um, all going to be open that day. Uh, and in fact, the gals on Gabaland that normally close at three when the market closes is staying open till four because they know this is going to be a good draw. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. So yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Again, it's a great opportunity to reintroduce yourself to Old Town or to come out and just enjoy you know the Old Town that what it's become. Um. So yeah, yeah. Again, th- thanks again for reaching out, Absolutely. and I, I'm glad we had time uh, to do this. And yeah, we'll have this out by Tuesday, and and we'll push it and see how many. I don't know how many you know people we can convince, but uh, it's going to be a great event. Good draw. Just talking to people here at the bar beforehand with these guys. I mean, two people came right over to me and were like, "What? Where?" And they like literally on their phones just went right to the site, and they were like, "Okay, done. How many more do you think we should buy?" Like because you know, so and so and so and so is probably going to be able to do it too. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, again, thanks thanks for coming on, and we'll definitely see you next Saturday, if not sooner. And, all right, so. Perfect. Yeah. Good? We good? All right. Yeah. You have a good one.